I always had these two catchphrases, dream crazy and believe bigger. I even would write down in my notebook, I'm going to be in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. Yo, what's going on, gang? Tuning into the episode early here. I just want to send out some love, some positive vibes and energy, especially during this time. Uh, I know a lot of people are obviously at home, secluded, and uh, I just want to send out, you know, that, that reassurance that, yo, we're going to get through this. Uh, it's not going to last that much longer. I can feel it. Uh, just deep down, I know it's something great about to happen out of this. So hopefully uh, you guys are taking care of yourselves, you know, playing some good music, you know, eating right, working out at home, doing something to stay active. Well, I'm going to do my part as well to help you guys push through this thing as we're going to rock through it. I got a very, very exciting episode. I'm super excited about this one, uh, especially considering the fact that this this person is, is high energy. Right. That's something that we talked about in the very last episode. Uh, and I feel like he compliments that so well and straight to the T. And uh, he's going to be talking about, you know, how to help you manifest your dreams to reality. And, you know, all my guests that I bring on are of high value, high caliber people. And this person, man, all I can say is, listen, they, they work with people like 2 Chains, uh, Travis Porter, you know, certain certain groups and celebrities that we know of and heard of. And this person that I have on today is really going to tell us how, you know, he was at the top of the mountain, had it all. And decided to come down that mountain and now he's making his way back up the mountain but this time he's taking everybody with him and to be honest that's dope to me i i salute that i honor that that's something that i'm doing as well i'm making my way up this mountain and i'm trying to bring all of you with me so uh without me rambling on let's just dive into this episode that i'm super excited about and i can't wait to hear what you all think of it let's get it Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. Yo, what's up, ladies and G's? Much love to those returning and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I'm your host, DeAndre Evans, and today... I have a very special guest. Uh, I mean, this person definitely knows how to take their dreams and make it reality, right? Like, this person's faced some big obstacles a human can go through. I mean, reversing a brain tumor to even running a $15 million management company, which is insane. And on top of that, he was able to do, what, well over 43 million records and basically ran four different million-dollar clothing lines. I mean, this guy's taking off. It's crazy. I love his work ethic. And on top of that, he's also an Emmy and Grammy winner. I mean, I don't know what more do you do in life after you accomplish so much like that. But uh, he's here to tell us on how he uh, overcame all his obstacles and how he beat the odds every single day. I got my guy, Charlie Rackett on. What's up, Charlie? What's up, bro? What's popping, man? <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> so I see, I see you in the motion. You're doing things, man. How's uh, isolation treating you right now? Isolation has been great. Um... I've gotten into a very creative space of uh, really trying to figure out how to help people. So um, I came up with an idea. I was like, you know what? You know, there's 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 certain ones of us that have light in this world, and it's our job, our purpose on this earth to go give it to people. Mm. And I said, you know what? While the whole world has canceled all their plans and all their events and all their tours, I said, you know what? I'm going to move out of my house, I'm going to move into my bus, and uh-huh. I'm going to go tour across America teaching people how to dream again, because people's dreams are slipping away, 
And I'm going to go do dream rallies all over the country. I'm going to go help people. If somebody needs help, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up. Like, slide, like slide. The dream machine is is going to make dreams come true. And I'm going to spend the next 10 months on the road uh, teaching America how to dream again. So Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I love it's it. It's been a good isolation. All that came to me while I was in the house. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's dope. That's dope. We definitely gonna dive into that because I'm very curious to know, you know, the whole the the motive and, and how people people can support that. So we're gonna hop in that in a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I must say, man, for one, to be real, honest, and open, like your energy is contagious, dude. Like, I, like I said, I watched a couple uh, of your videos. I, I watched you in action a couple times. Like, you you definitely have this aura about you where, like, yo, people, you know, resonate with your message, which is dope. So I do want to like backtrack a little bit and dive into that for people who don't know of you, you know, um, how did you really get started in just the business world? Like, how did you get the ball moving and what really came about? <laughs> Yo, I'm in a tornado right now. There was <laughs> awesome. just a sandstorm. There was just a sandstorm tornado going around my car. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I'm in the middle of nowhere. Okay. But one of the, but one of the things you talk about, like energy and it's not the first time I've heard that. And I always tell people, it's like, you are what you eat. Right. And by eat, I don't mean food. I mean, like, consumption. Uh, but food has something to do with it. So everything I eat has, like, this electric vibe to it. Yeah. Okay? Like, electric vibe. Like, like when I was diagnosed with my brain tumor, mm. I had to like really look in the mirror and say, okay, what's the root cause of this? And I asked myself this really simple question. I said, if I'm dying and you are what you eat, is what I'm eating dead or alive? Uh And I changed everything. I was like, Uh I want everything I consume to be vibrantly vibrating with this frequency, this high frequency food high-frequency content, high-frequency, like, I don't want anything in my life to be dead. Mm-hmm. And I switched it all up, and now my energy is contagious. Because <laughs> my antenna, it's like I used to have, like, this is, like, a, a, a bad analogy. Um, but I used to have, like, Boost Mobile, and the reception wouldn't work very far, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I decided to go over to, like, AT&T, and, like, the reception reaches real far. Like, I could hear everything I want crystal clear. Like, like when we talk about energy, like, I don't just mean, like, oh, I want to go, like, for a jog. Like, uh-huh. no, like, energy is what all of us are, mm-hmm. like. On some physics shows that every single atomic particle is vibrating and it's not a piece of matter, it's a vibration. And so when I started eating high vibrational food, my mm-hmm. vibrations started reaching so far and then my dreams were coming true faster. Like mm-hmm. I could just think of somebody to call me. Like I could just like want something and then God and the universe, all of the above are going like put it together for me real fast Uh but anybody who's listening to your podcast they're already consuming high frequency content so all (laughs) of you if y'all are listening to the podcast you're already there like so yeah i'm happy to be on a platform of positivity hey all day man all day so basically 
the the superfoods that you're eating is a superpower. That's that's what it is. Because like you say, what well, what is it? Because right now, obviously, that can't see if they're just listening. But you're eating a banana right now. It's just a, it's a lot. Right. It's it's a, it's a healthy fruit. It's a it's a nice nutritional, you know, potassium. It's a <laughs> based, lot. Right? <laughs> Right. So what what are some other uh, foods just to throw some foods out there that you typically go to to help you, you know, get that energy and get the, the drink. Come on, man. You see what's going on. I got the oranges in here. Yeah. Yeah. So you went, so you went grocery shopping. Come on, man. You got to stay. got to stay uh, neutralized out here. Yeah. Neutrated. You got to have all the nutrients. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, I just look at it like like I'm vegan, but I don't like um impose that on anybody mm -hmm. but I just recommend people to eat food that's living because if you think about it like I just walked in the gas station a little while ago and I was looking for a little snack and I was thinking ah, let me grab this cliff bar real quick mm -hmm. and I thought about it like man that cliff bar <laughs> that cliff bar can sit on the shelf yeah. for four years yes it's healthy but that doesn't mean it's alive Mm. If something can sit on the shelf for four years, mm -hmm. it's dead. So I just got rid of, not all, but I got rid of as much dead as I could. And I just wanted to eat food that was living. And then I was able to do things like the Iron Man. I lost 130 pounds. My yeah. manifestation skills just took off. I, got, I felt like I started getting superpowers. I did five marathons. I biked across America. Actually, the city I'm in right now, so I just crossed over the Colorado River. Mm -hmm. And I went to the exact little dirt road where two years ago, almost to the day, yeah. I biked when I was biking across America. I biked on this little dirt road right by the Colorado River. So I, I was just like, you know, reminiscing. I'm on yeah. a little road right now, reminiscing. I got you. I got you. I love it though, man. That's 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 life, and a lot of people need to hear that, especially when it comes to eating valuables, foods. You know, something that gives you some energy, especially during this time where we like stuck in the crib, like we can't do shit. We in car, like you know, we going back and forth from from wherever, but. Yo, it's very important. So I, I appreciate that yeah. that notion. So everybody tuning in, definitely go get some live foods. And I'm gonna have Charlie create a list. It's like no, <laughs> I just do that out there. But uh, I know you mentioned earlier though, which which your your brain tumor. Um, uh -huh. I heard a little bit about that that story, but can you dive into that a little bit? Like how was that that motion? What was going through your mind during the time? And you know, how did you battle that and get out of it? Absolutely. So I was in the music industry. I um when I was eight years old, I, I buried my original dream. And like I love dreams. Dreams are awesome. Um and I've learned a lot about them um over the course of my life. And there was this thing that happened when I got around eight where I, I started uh using logic and reason. And um that's more of like the mind where um our dreams they're in our heart. Like, if I were to ask anybody who's listening to, like, complete this sentence, follow your, what's the first thing that comes to, you know, like, follow your heart, heart follow yeah. your dreams. Yeah. But if I were to say, follow your mind, it would feel weird. Like yeah. It's a little awkward to say that phrase, because in, instinctively, we know to say, follow your heart. Right. And as we get older... You know, the world starts telling us how to act. Like, this is how 
boys act. This is how girls act. This is how Democrats act. This is how Republicans act. Um, I need you to be more realistic. Hmm. And um, when we're really, when we're really small, every single person tells us you could be anything you want to be. What's your dream? Then when we get older, they're like, ah, eh, yeah. eh, maybe you should consider being a little bit more realistic. Right. That's what, that's what happened to me. Mm. I wanted to be an athlete, but mm. I had everything going against me because I was always overweight. Always. Mm. And um, I buried that dream and I said, you know what? What's realistic for me? I'm going to become a businessman. And I love business. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I did great in it. I became CEO Charlie, and I went on to start music companies and clothing lines and touring across the world and winning Grammys. <laughs> but the bigger, the bigger my business got, the bigger I got. Mm. And I got over 300 pounds, and I was so sick. And, like, it was everything, everything I was eating was, was wrong, and I was binge eating, and... I mean, I had a food addiction and just, I mean, food was just like the enemy. I would starve myself and then I would like, like, it's kind of like breathing. Like if you like hold your breath, you know, you'll end up going, (laughs) that was me with food. Like I would like not eat and then I would like overeat. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just out of balance, out of alignment, um, very low frequency. Also, being in the music industry, it was very challenging and stressful. Mm-hmm. Every part of my life led to led to food, um, from deal making to celebration to stress. Every single aspect of my life was leading to food, and I got so sick. My body was so out of balance that the brain tumor had grown in my head, and it was wrapped around my eye. And applying pressure to the artery that goes into the brain yeah. and it was just it was just a the rock bottom moment for me where I feel like wow like this is it like that was my life here mm. was a kid who buried his dream that went on to make money and then died and I told myself I said that can't be my story right and I kept saying to myself, my story isn't over yet. Mm. And I, I decided to go back to my childhood dream. And I said, I'm going to be an athlete. And I don't care if that's unrealistic. I don't care if anybody understands or doesn't understand. Or I don't even care if they support me. Mm. I've got to do this. And I went to my business partners and I went to my artists. And I told them I'm retiring at the age of 28 mm-hmm. and we had just won a Grammy and it was just, it who was you won like, a Grammy with? With two chains. Two chains. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Okay. So, so it was like, it was like, I'm going to leave everything and I'm going to reinvent my life for my dream. And I left my city of Atlanta where I was from I moved to California. I changed how I ate. I got rid of friends. I got rid of social media. I got rid of television. I basically stripped my life down to just the rawest form. And I reinvented. And a lot can change in a year. I lost 130 pounds. Uh, I did an Ironman. Nice. 
five marathons, um, biked across America. I became a Nike athlete. I was in the the Colin Kaepernick ad, the the big yeah. Colin Kaepernick Nike commercial, um, and that commercial was even named after me. It was named Dream Crazy, and that was uh, named after my catchphrase that that I introduced to Nike. Uh, wow! So Dream Crazy, and we won an Emmy for that. So oh, wow. it's just proof that everything is possible. Not anything, mm-hmm. everything, and. Mm. it's just like if anybody who's listening to this when you wake up and you feel like kind of stuck like you're in gridlock traffic especially right now right when when you know like if you think about gridlock why it's so frustrating is because something else is imposing on your you getting to where you want to go it's not your choice mm-hmm. it's something else is stopping you and all we want to feel is just that open road. It's so freeing. Right. And that's the thing with what's happening now. Yes, there's like maybe going to be the worst economic downturn we've ever experienced, possibly. I'm not sure. Um, I hope not. But it's, it's, it, it has potential to be really, really tough times. And it's all caused by something we couldn't control. But mm-hmm. there's something beautiful that happens when, let's say you're in gridlock and you decide to go on a little side road and then it ends up taking you to some beautiful mountain and some beautiful river. Right. And it, it just you just never would have expected it going the same way you always went every single day home. Mm-hmm. But you know what? These problems become opportunities. And I always say Santa Claus does not deliver the presence when it's bright outside you mm-hmm. only get the presence when it's dark so anytime in my life when something bad happened whether it was the brain tumor or 300 pounds or my business is failing or anything it always provided these amazing presents and that's what made me successful were all those gifts that were given to me in hard times because i would have never been a nike athlete if i didn't have you know, a weight problem, that was my way. You know, Mm -hmm. I would have never, you know, become the big music manager if I wasn't fired from being Soldier Boy's cameraman. Mm -hmm. You know, I would have never found my first group, Travis Porter or 2 Chains, if my first group didn't fire me. You know, so all these bad things that happened ended up being amazing gifts, amazing presents, and they're always delivered in the dark. Wow. Well, I guess I can end the podcast now because uh, <laughs> that's all we need to hear today. <laughs> but no, man, in all seriousness, that's that's awesome. That's a beautiful thing. Like like you stated earlier, like, yo, we, we told at a very young age that we can be anything, right? But when we get older, reality hits us. Like, because at a young age, you'd be like, I want to be a dinosaur. And they'd be like, okay, you know, you're just mom and dad, whatever. <laughs> but that's not fucking possible. But, you know, you, when you grow up, <laughs> you know, but reality <laughs> hits, right? And it comes in you know, and you're back against the wall and you're going through, you know, obstacles that, that you've been through. It's like you, you fight or fight, right? right? Yes. You fight or you fight. So I always yeah. learned, I learned this from, from E.T. A minute ago, he was like, yo, uh, you, you can either stand up and, and, and surrender or you can stand up and fight, right? Yeah. So it's just a perspective. Like, what you going to do? You going to throw your hands up or you going to throw your hands up, you know? Yeah. And you yeah, took the, you like took the chance to, 
you know, fight back. So you overcoming the, the brain tumor and losing weight and working with two chain soldiers with all these amazing people, like you've been able to turn a, a dream into a reality over time. Uh, yeah. It may not probably went down the way that you probably anticipated, but it fucking happened. Now you're a Nike athlete, dude. Like, how you become a Nike athlete, dude? <laughs> how, how does it feel of, to be a Nike athlete? <laughs> a lot of God, a lot of manifestation. So yeah. I'll show you, so I'll show you, like, um, I know that people can't watch this or see this right now, but um, here's a notebook I'm holding up. Mm-hmm. And um, I call it my quantum possibilities notebook. Mm. And um, in quantum physics, like we talked about a little while ago, like everything is vibrating. Mm-hmm. Everything. So if everything is a vibration, then that means everything is connected. And I, I'll give you an analogy. So here's a rock. You see this little this little rock? Yeah. Why, why do you have a rock in the car? But it's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, because it's beautiful. <laughs> I mess with it. I mess with it. So, so imagine, imagine if I had three rocks, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, these three rocks, um, I drop them in a pond in different locations. Okay. Those rocks were in separate locations. Mm-hmm. But the waves that come off of those rocks all meet together and collide somewhere in the middle of the pond. Okay. So if we look at things as matter-based, you're there and I'm here, it looks like we're separate. But mm-hmm. if you study just the basics of quantum physics it says you're vibrating and i'm vibrating that means there's waves coming off of us and if there's waves coming off of us don't they collide somewhere absolutely right so i believed i was already connected to nike i believed everything i wanted was already mine i believed i could send a signal to something and to get it to pay attention to me and so I would write down in my quantum possibilities notebook every single day. I was already connected to to everything I wanted, and I believed bigger. So I always have these two catchphrases, dream crazy and believe bigger. Okay, so people will tell us not to have limited beliefs, but we never hear somebody tell us, you need to believe bigger. They say us don't have limited, but they don't tell us to have big belief. So... If I can take what I want and believe it's mine so much that I like just believe it's already mine. And what does that feel like? And I believed and I would write down in my notebook, I'm a Nike athlete. I even would write down in my notebook, I'm going to be in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. Wow. And these are very specific requests <laughs> right. for somebody who does not play for the Lakers. <laughs> and in that yeah. Colin Kaepernick ad. Yeah. There was LeBron James and Serena Williams. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so it all came true, and yeah. it's just big, big, big proof that manifestation is real. Mm-hmm. God is real. We see endless amounts of stories, but I write down every morning in my notebook what I right. want. Mm. And, what, and I just say, this is my quantum possibilities. I love the word possibility. Like, mm. what a beautiful freaking word. <laughs> possibility. Yeah. Like, this is possible. Like, that's what our heart knows possibility. Uh, where our mind, it knows it too, but our mind will find ways to talk us out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our mind is extremely powerful. But if we can get our mind to align with our heart because our heart knows what it wants Mm -hmm. our mind 
likes that, but it also says, well, have you thought about this? Well, maybe you can't do that. Or maybe what will this person say? Your heart doesn't do any of that. That's only your mind. So that's my goal to just drink my own Kool-Aid so much Mm -hmm. that my mind starts believing what my heart is feeling. And my mind then figures out ways to get it done instead of talking its way out of it. Right, right. So you, you set your intentions. That's what it is. Come on. Set your intention. We about to start preaching. We about to go to church, Charlie. Hey man, I'm ready, man. (laughs) You know, and and it's and it's a great thing. I'm I'm glad you made note of that because when you say you started to believe and you seen possibility, like you had filled your mind up so much with the belief that you knew what was possible that you didn't allow fear to come in anywhere in that scenario and situation, right? Because fear, fear is a thing that is created. It's not really real, you know, it's created. It's, it's, it's like a little a fake facade of some BS, you know, that we, we bring on ourselves. So I always tell people, well, there's students, people I come in contact with, like, yo, you know, you've got an opportunity to change the way you think, you know? Like, you, yeah. can, think, you can think positive or you can think negative. And it both yeah. takes the same amount of energy. We talk energy, right? It takes the same amount. Oh, man. Right? So you got a choice. And you, you chose, obviously, to go right instead of left. But what a lot of people tend to do is they tend to, you know, play this horror flick in their minds over and over. That's okay. You know, We're not knowing, yeah, not knowing that they are the producers of their life, like you are. You know, you produce yes. good films, good vibes. Yes. So I rock with that. So at, at what age did you, you know, realize that, yo, I'm able to manifest stuff? Like everything is coming, like it's happening. Like when did you, because some people don't realize it. And I was kind of blind to it for a second, but like, was it like at a young age? Was it when you was getting older, when you hit two chains? So, like, what, what was it? It was it was like the first part of my life was mathematics. Mm. Um, the second, the the last three four years has been uh, magic. So mm. um, both are important. Okay, and I I describe this like like so from age whenever to twenty eight. Mm. Um, I thought that one plus one equals two, and that's true. One plus one does equal two. Mm-hmm. it's like if I would do more work I would get this if I woke up earlier I would get this if I passed out more CDs I would get this if I made more phone calls to radio stations I would get this and when I got hit down to rock bottom I said I need a miracle mm-hmm. and I started believing in these crazy dreams and I realized that one plus one can equal a thousand it's <sighs> It, it yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm living proof of it now that, you know, I've been able to do the Nike thing and I've been on the cover of Runner's World magazine, the biggest running publication in the world. And I've got all these amazing, magical things that weren't one plus one equals two. One plus one equals two is you want to be a Nike athlete, be a great basketball player mm-hmm. in middle school, high school, college, make the league. Then you become a Nike athlete. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I needed something else to have happen, and yeah. it's possible. So now I apply both, and I call that, you know, the law of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mathematics. Yeah. The law of attraction. Big that's on that. Magic. <laughs> you know, and then that's what gives you a whole bunch of traction. You know, you got the action with the attraction. Now you got traction. You know, yeah. so where? 
so now we're getting all sorts of crazy things happening in my life where we got books coming out, we got films coming out, we've got, mm -hmm. you know, podcasts, we've got uh, tours, we've got tour buses, we've got albums, we got all this crazy stuff that's happening all at once because I imagined it in my mind and then God and the universe has put it all together and sent me the right people at the right time and then boom, it's effortless. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, and that's how we yeah. came in contact. Boom. Just like that. Boom. <laughs> Off <Easy>. the energy. <laughs> Off the oh, way. What's your shirt say? Life, liberty, and the... Pursuit to party. Hey, <laughs> I got to right. party in this house, man, while I can or something, you know? <laughs> that's right. People's hearts are having a party right now. They're listening to this. Their hearts you know. are having a party. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. So I, I do want to take it back real quick because it's something very interesting to me. Uh, just looking inside your life, like you're giving us a peek into the world of Charlie, right? Like how did, you know, the relationship form with, you know, the celebrities that you work with, 2 Chainz, Soldier Boy, like 2 Chainz in, in particular, like how was that, you know, interaction? Are you guys still close? Like how did it all come about? What, what role from there? Well, when I, when I was in high school, I started this hip hop website. Okay. And I was just like, looking at hip-hop like it was so freaking cool my dad was a blues musician so i grew up around music mm -hmm. and you know when i'm like you know i'm a businessman so i'm like you know what all my friends are starting to make music i'm gonna build a website and i'm gonna get a camera and i'm gonna promote them and make videos and i made like a media outlet um okay. for for independent artists and all my friends just happen to make dance music so it was like the Atlanta dance wave, the right. viral, the viral hip hop, you know, came into play. Like I helped usher that in and, you know, um, website started taking off um, and I get a phone call from Interscope Records one day wow. and they said, they said, um, we just signed this new artist and he wants you to be his cameraman. And I said, who's your artist? He said, uh, his name is Soldier Boy. I was like, oh, I know who Soldier Boy is. <laughs> um, so I ended up dropping out of community college, and mm -hmm. I'm on the road with Soldier Boy, and mm -hmm. then I get fired, and then I sign a girl group, and then I get mm -hmm. fired, and then I found this boy group, uh -huh. and their name was Travis Porter, and, um, oh, yeah. you know, we, we were doing our thing. We were doing real good. They didn't fire me. <laughs> they, didn't, yeah. they didn't fire me we had we had three top 20 records in the country i was able to move mm -hmm. out of my mom's basement and mm -hmm. then there was this one day we're at a music video shoot with lil wayne and this this group called player circle mm -hmm. and um and man this guy walked in the room and he was six foot six he looked like an egyptian pharaoh <laughs> and uh and um I was like, man, that's a superstar. And, and yeah. my business partner knew who he was personally. And mm -hmm. uh, his name was Titty Boy. Mm. And uh, <laughs> we approached him and said, man, we want to manage you. And he didn't he didn't want us to manage him. He wanted like some like big industry manager to manage him. Right. And we didn't we didn't, we didn't take no for an answer. We just <laughs> we acted like his manager yeah. uh, just because we believed in it. And mm -hmm. we just we just acted like his manager, and then it became, you know, our job. Like, mm -hmm. like the other guy, the big industry manager, he stopped showing up to the meetings because we were doing so much more than him. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
that's how that's how we we met Titty Boy, who then became Two Chains. Hey. Um, <laughs> and and we went from about three thousand dollars a show to one hundred fifty thousand dollars a show in the course of about a year and a half, two years. Yo, what's going on, gang? I hope you all are enjoying this episode. If so, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. And while you're at it, hit that five-star rating and be sure to hit that subscribe button. Now, let's get back to leveling up. That's crazy. That's crazy. 2 Chain, yeah, he definitely uh, big here in Detroit. Well known, well respected. Every time he come, people go crazy. Like you say, Jeezy, everybody. You know, yeah. we definitely show love. It's just real. Like, we definitely can connect to it, you know? Like, Atlanta and Detroit is like, they're like cousins. You know what I'm they're saying? Like, like cousins, yeah. <laughs> like cousins. Like, yo, what up, you know? Because so, it's a city, a city full of hustlers. Exactly, right? man. We're going to make it happen. Like, Detroit, Detroit, all of y'all hustle. I've never seen a city hustler. Y'all hustle. Y'all, man, y'all are crazy. <laughs> my best friend is from Detroit. My best friend is from uh, from the West Side, and she yeah. grew up in, um, in Southfield after she moved out from the West Side. So um, mm-hmm. I'm also good friends with with Mike Posner. Oh um, yeah, made a the lot homie. of music with Big Sean. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to T Grizzly. Like it's just <laughs> I, I, Detroit. Detroit is doing real good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy for Detroit, especially since. Yeah. Y'all have artists that have the sound, the real sound, you know, like yeah. to hear like T Grizzly, I'm like, I'm like, wow, somebody with this sound finally made it. Cause I would listen to like Team Eastside and I would listen <laughs> right. to Doughboy Cash Out. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Wow, somebody finally made it with the sound, you know? Right. Yeah, man. It so was, a, it was cool. a big wave. Exactly. Cause you got a little bit of everything. You got M, you got Sean, you got T now. So it's like. Everybody got yep. their style, and it just shows yep. how diverse really Detroit is. So, yeah, you're right. It's real dope. It's real dope. But uh, like I said, man, I don't want to keep you long because I know I only got you for a limited amount of time, but I got hella questions. <laughs> but okay. I do want to get through a few more of these, and I'll, I'll let yeah. you do your thing. But uh, uh, I, just out of everybody you work with, though, like we talk mm-hmm. energy, we talk drink, talk reality, we talk about everything. Like, what did you learn? The Well, I can say this. What was the three biggest takeaways, or even just one big takeaway, from working with these celebrities or these big time people that she was like, yo, I got to work with them or yo, I, I'm inspired by what they do. Like LeBron, yeah. you know, Colin, Serena, whoever, like what, what yeah. did you take away the most out of, out of everybody? Man, I learned so much from two chains. Um, to me, like I didn't know, I mean, I worked with them for, for 12 years, but it wasn't until I left the music industry and I went around the world meeting with these like, like these like masters, these like true like masters and gurus and like mystics. And as I'm meeting with them and learning from them all over the world, from Bali to Thailand, I mean to Peru, I'm like, wow, like I was in the I was in the presence mm-hmm. of a true master all these years and I I just thought he was two chains. I had no idea he was like a king. And when I go meet these very special people and these masters, I saw so many characteristics of him mm-hmm. in each one of them. And um, there was this, I mean, Two Chains was so balanced. There was never a, a, a bad day and there was never a great day. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example. So I'm in Thailand and um, I'm meeting with, with uh, Sensei. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm at fight camp. I'm like learning Muay Thai and I'm with Master yeah. Sensei crew. And he, 
I asked him one day, I said, how you doing today? Mm-hmm. He said, always good. I said, what do you mean? He said, never bad, never great, always good. <laughs> and, and, and it made me remind myself of 2 chains so much because no matter what was going on in his life, mm-hmm. it could be the most terrible thing. He had the same look on his face. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a great day, same look on his face. And he would just run the play. Uh-huh. And that is how he would would stay relevant for 20 years in the music industry when most people are relevant for about two but two chains would wake up and run the play and i know kobe was the same exact way no matter what a thousand shots bad day a thousand shots good day a thousand shots just pick the play and run the play and and i learned that from two chains and i'm a very extreme person if i'm gonna like bike i'm gonna bike across america you know like very extreme but i want to get that more master you know that mm. ah that very balanced master like yeah. uh trait that uh two chains has and it's um you see it with the greats mm-hmm. you see it with the greats like they do not miss the play ever they find the play that's gonna win the game and yeah. they don't run a single other play they stick yeah. to the one play Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. I can, I can attest to that. It's working with so many different people. Having people like yourself come on to the show, like, it's consistency. You know, it's just yes. that fine-tuning, like, you, you tunnel visioned in on what you want, and then nothing's going to stop you. And I see it in you. I see it in everybody. That's great. So that's, that's definitely relatable, and I think that is a very common trait. You're right. Definitely right about that. And I, I do want to dive into, because I know you talked about it earlier. Real quick, you did, like, a little, did an alley-oop. I just didn't dunk it, because I was waiting until hey. now. But uh, <laughs> you were talking about your tour. You know, you got your tour yeah. going on. And I wanted to know, just to give that, that you know, the respect and show out that love to everyone who want to support. Obviously, I want to help in any way. Like, what's going on with that? How can people tune in and tell us more about, you know, the movement? Man, I was thinking about it. Like, people are hurt right now so yeah. bad. And it's, it's like, this is, this is the time where I have to go into the hurricane. Mm-hmm. It's like there, there, it might be something so simple. Like there's a kid who wants to play basketball, but his parents can't afford basketball shoes. It might be mm. that simple. And I'm going to pull up in the dream machine and we're going to take them shopping and we're going yeah. to get them some Nikes, yeah. you know, like checks over stripes. Sponsor, baby. But there might be an old lady who doesn't have family and can't get enough good meals or healthy meals. You know, and, and, and nutrition is important, and there's food deserts out here, and I'm going to pull up in that dream machine. We're going to find people to help, and I'm going to go all across the country. We're going to do dream rallies. We're talking about the GM plant at, in Detroit. We're talking exactly. about the steel stacks in, in Pittsburgh. We're talking about Washington, D.C. Like We're yeah. going to have dream rallies. We're going to make people dream again and remind them of their dreams because their dreams are slipping away right now. Yeah. Everybody's dreams are slipping away. But the one thing that's going to give us hope is our dreams. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate my next 10 months mm-hmm. to helping other people's dreams come true. I'm also chasing a dream mm-hmm. of I want to become a basketball player, like a, a successful basketball player. That's what I wanted to do when I was little. So I'm going to train every single day to win MVP of the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game next February in Indianapolis, oh, yeah. and I'm going to show people how to chase a dream. Mm. How from scratch, 
how to because people on this podcast they're like oh he does all these amazing things well i'm nothing like him well if you follow along on this journey you'll see i'm trash but i'm gonna (laughs) get good because this is how to chase a dream and that's what people need people don't need to see another perfect person being perfect Right, right they need to see somebody come off of the top of the mountain down to the bottom of the mountain with everybody else and show them how to get to the top yes sir that's what i'm doing love it Love me. Yeah, we definitely want you here in Detroit. You know, come on in. Let me know what we can do. I got I got connects. You got connects. We can make it happen. Dream you know, machine's pulling up in on Detroit. It. <laughs> Let's get in it, man. Beach. Let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's go. But uh, I do admire just we want two things here. Like the, the fact that you're a great storyteller, man. I love your energy. I love the way you, you put things. You explain it very clearly. And just the vibe. And like, I just want to end it, if you don't mind, you know, just giving that that last hoorah, that last push for somebody tuning in, like, y'all, I'm messing with, you know, what's going on? I'm right there. I want to take action. Like, what's that extra push you can get them to like, yo, now is the time. Like, we sitting at home, now is the time to go all in. What would you say to that person that need that extra push and motivation? I'll tell you this. It's like, when we, when we come up with an idea, mm-hmm. it feels so good. <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 I'm going to be so successful. And then we get started down the path, and when it's hard, we give up. Uh And I'll tell you why I always call myself Charlie Rocket. So, like, I'm a little headband. I got the Rockets. And I always Uh give myself these superhero names. Uh Like, I gave myself the superhero name of CEO Charlie. And there was a study that was done with these three groups of children. Uh Okay. And they were to solve a puzzle, a puzzle that was not able to be solved. It was an impossible puzzle. And with the first group, they put these kids in a room, gave them the puzzle, and they gave up after about five minutes. Mm -hmm. They took the second group. They told that second group, who's your favorite superhero? Little girl said Dora the Explorer. (laughs) Little boy said said Spider-Man. And they they instructed these kids, okay, you are Dora the Explorer. You are Spider-Man. Solve this puzzle. Mm. Well, they didn't last five minutes. Mm. They lasted 25 minutes. Mm. Then the third group. Yeah. They said, what's your favorite superhero? They said Dora the Explorer and Spider-Man. They gave them outfits to wear, like costumes, to wear Spider-Man and Dora the Explorer are trying to solve the puzzle, like literally. They lasted like almost an hour. So it's this identity that we give ourselves will keep us pushing through the hard times. I call myself Charlie Rocket. I'm an athlete, so I pushed and I pushed, and then all my dreams came true because I said, I am an athlete. And it's only 62 miles to outer space. But does a rocket get upset or disappointed if it's at mile 32? No. It knows all we got to do is just keep going that way a little bit. And I think about it like this. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, Charlie, why are you so confident that you'll be able to achieve your dream of like, for example, the I'm going to be MVP of the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game. I said it with confidence. Uh-huh. And this person came up to me and said, how are you so confident in that? I said, well, it's a lot like being pregnant. I said, does a woman doubt? If she's going to have a baby because it's month two, she's like, no, I got to wait nine months. Mm-hmm. On month uh-huh. five, if she have, is she having doubts? No. 
it takes nine. On month eight, is she ready to just give up? No, because she knows the process. Nine months. So with our dreams, we just need to treat it like a pregnancy. Now nah, this is the process. Just because it's month four doesn't mean I'm not going to have a baby. We know it takes nine months. So I'm very confident that my dream will be birthed at the All-Star Game because I'm doing the work and it's already done. Time hasn't caught up yet. Like that baby is already born. Time just hasn't caught up yet. We know how it's going to go. Nine months, nope, baby. Like <laughs> that's just how it goes. Yes, sir. Look at it. Let's go. Let's, you got me hype. I'm about to, I'm about to put on my super cape and everything. I'm about to be flying around here in Detroit, man. Let's go. Let's I love go. It. I love it. that. I love that analogy. Man, that's that's love, man. And I appreciate that so much. And I hope for everybody tuning in that's listening, rocking with this right now. Y'all, y'all pay attention. Y'all, y'all taking some copious notes, you know, learning from all of this. And man, it's all about following your dream. And he just laid out a nice fucking blueprint on how to get your mind right, especially in this time, so you can dream right to make that reality right. Right? Hey, let's, let's go, go, Charlie. Let's go, Charlie. It's time. It's time. <laughs> Let's go. So with that being said, like I said, man, I don't want to hold you. I know you got stuff to do, but what's the uh, what's the best place people can come contact you, hit you up, follow you? What's the what's the tags, man? Man, I like uh, Instagram a lot. Uh, my tag on Instagram is Charlie, just Charlie. Uh, I like uh, YouTube, um, Charlie Rocket. Uh, you can follow the basketball journey and all the dream journeys on YouTube. Um I also have a podcast, but it's a it's a secret podcast. Um, it's not on the podcast app. It's not on YouTube. You got to have um, a secret phone number to find it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called Quantopia. So if somebody wants to listen to my podcast, they got to go find another quantum citizen. And they got to get the phone number from them because I never put the phone number out publicly. Uh, I got so, you. So sometimes <laughs> you could just go in my comments on Instagram and DM somebody and they'll give it to you. But uh, look yeah. for the secret phone number for, for Quantopia. Don't don't worry about it, y'all. I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get the code. I got y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get. It. I'm gonna plug everybody, man. He got it. <laughs> well, listen, Charlie, man. I appreciate it again so much. Thank you for taking time out to do this with me, uh, man. Yeah. All I can say is just just keep doing what you're doing. I love your mission. I love the purpose behind it. Like I said, the energy always there. Keep eating those live foods. Uh, and, and I can't wait to see you at the NBA All Star Game because I'm gonna be on the fucking court. I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be on the, I'm be on the, uh, on the floor. Hey, with you. It's looking like I see go. you. I see. Let's, you. Go. Let's make it happen. So. <laughs> uh, all love, man, and uh, I'll definitely be in contact. And I appreciate you for coming on again. All right, brother. Thank you, man. All right. Until next time, guys. Much love, peace, and blessings. Yo, what's going on, gang? Tuning back into the podcast. I just want to take a quick moment and ask you all, what did you learn today? I mean, we had a phenomenal guest on. Charlie Rocket came on, laid some gems, especially on the importance of how to actually make your dreams turn into reality. So if you enjoy this episode, take a screenshot of the podcast and tag me on Instagram at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S with your thoughts. While you're at it, leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. 
as this will go a long way for the show, as it will allow me to continue to bring on more special guests so we all can continue to level up. With that being said, thank you all for tuning in and showing love. I appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, much love, peace, and blessings.